Welcome back, everyone. And today's show is incredibly, incredibly inspirational. I've got my friend Gavin Dantes, who went from being a dishwasher in Canada after multiple failed business attempts to building a $3 million Shopify e-commerce business and living the dream in Bali, Indonesia, uh, with a sick villa. I do kind of like a Cribs little uh, tour of his place where we recorded this episode. If you want to check that out on my Facebook, uh, just go to Quentin Carlin and also on YouTube. So Gavin is a serial entrepreneur. As he shares, he's tried many different I guess, business models and hasn't really found one that's really stuck until he discovered Shopify with his business partner not long ago and has quickly scaled that up using social media, Facebook and Instagram ads to completely dominate their market, being the number one company in the cell phone accessories niche, which is incredibly competitive. And he just basically built, uh, along with his partner, a simple car mount to put your cell phone in. And had their biggest month of five hundred thousand dollars, five half a million dollars in one month, in in December, and have continued to scale it up from there. Um, Gavin, he's a really inspiring guy, really really humble, down to earth, and has been for, uh, featured in like Forbes. Was speaking at Mind Valley at their mastermind recently, and has a lot of uh, experience and wisdom to share. And really enjoyed spending time with him during my trip over in Bali. So check him out on Instagram. He's very active there. And enjoy the episode. And on top of that, uh, since re-listening to this, it's really made me want to get into this business model. And I spent the past week researching different products and different suppliers uh, in China. And I found two that I'm going to be moving forward with. So I'm going to be actually implementing what I've learned here from him and going to be building my own e-commerce store. And we'll see how this new venture goes. So I'd be thrilled to have a fraction of what Gavin's been able to create. So without further ado, go ahead, share this with anyone that is looking to start a business of some sort using physical products online. And as always, if you enjoy this, please go ahead and rate it and give a review on iTunes. Just go scroll down. It says rate and review show. Hopefully you give it a five-star review, write something nice, and that is much appreciated. And share this with a friend. Go ahead to www.selfdeveloplife.com. Check out some other of the sponsors and connect with me on Instagram. Uh, Tag both Gavin and I in Instagram. We'd love to share it and enjoy this episode. All right, so here we are. The Cribs edition of the tour of this awesome <laughs> villa is wrapped, and now we're gonna get into the content for you guys here. So, um, my man, you've got an incredible. Damn, story. I look huge, bro. Look at how big I look compared to you. This is the gun I'm show like, here. I'm it's the giant. gun show. It's the gun show here today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Gavin, you've been living in Bali for how long? It's kind of your home base, coming from Canada. Yeah, I've been here eight months, but I've, I've come here like eight, nine times. And then I was like, this is going to be home base now. I can't deal with the cold anymore. No, and yeah. then as soon as you get that kind of online freedom, yeah. you just you have location independence. So I like to travel lots of places, but I like to come back here as the home base. I love the people here. I love the culture. Um, the Balinese are just incredible human beings. And yeah, it's just I, I love this place. Yeah, man. Like I came here the first time about six six years ago probably yeah. and Chengdu was like nothing and now it's just Damn. turned into this like huge epic 
community of just like so many rad people like yes. based here doing these amazing ventures um, yeah. online and offline. Yeah. Um, so, so you're from Canada. Mm -hmm. You've got an incredibly successful online business. Yeah, it's finally. Yeah. Finally. So, so let's hear about the struggles like before. You know, like everything kind of blew up. Like, what were you dabbling with? What were you doing? And then yeah, what, 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 what kind of? I tried so many things. Like I remember. So I first off, when I first got into this, I was like a personal trainer. And in then, Toronto. Uh, no, this was in Winnipeg. Okay. So I was like a personal trainer in Canada, and uh, I, I kind of went through this whole thing where I was like, kind of doing nothing with my life. Mm -hmm. But then I found fitness, and I found a mentor, and then I started really just like trying to better myself uh, through fitness. And then that kind of gave me consciousness to like do other things. Right. But I remember someone taking me to a network marketing meeting and being like, "Yo, come, come check this out. I'm getting together with some sharp people in town." Blah blah. blah. You know the whole sure. pitch. Yeah. I got there and like sold me the dream. I'm like. Here's my money. Let's go. Like yeah. I was like, never seen anything like this before. And then through that path, you start looking up more things on YouTube, right, yeah. trying to figure out how to do things better. People start giving you audiobooks. And then I discovered some stuff on YouTube. And I remember I discovered Cesar Rodriguez video. I tell this story all the time. I, I discovered his videos on how to prospect, on how to meet people. Mm. I like went to the mall the next day, like with a suit on, with my iPad. And I was literally walking in and out of stores, being like, "Who's the best salesperson here?" you here now blah, blah, blah. like using all of this like authority language patterns and all this stuff and then I just started getting all these appointments and then even more important I would say you're the type of person that's good with keeping appointments right and then they would always show up Keep to the, the appointments appointment, right, because yeah. it was an identity commitment yeah. so he was teaching me all this NLP but I didn't really understand what it was mm -hmm. and I was like holy shit it like made me feel so empowered and I'm like if I could learn a hundred to two hundred of these things mm. there's no chance that I'm not gonna be successful I remember walking into my house that day just being like there's no chance that I'm not going to be successful. Right. However, as much as you get these like little hints and feelings that everything's going to be great, right. what ends up happening is you end up trying this venture, that venture, failing here, Shiny losing, ball all, losing all your money, uh, getting evicted from my apartment, my girlfriend leaving me, my friends not wanting to be around me, mm -hmm. me saying like I'm going to be rich and then losing everything, so now I'm too embarrassed to even talk about it. It's just like this cycle for right. four or five years of trying, dabbling in everything, mm -hmm. but reading hundreds and hundreds of books, going through courses, making all the mistakes myself, trial and error. And over time, you just build this, what I call like the circle of skills. Mm -hmm. So all it takes is you to have like, you can have seven of the skills and you can be missing the one thing that right. keeps fucking you up. Yeah. So as soon as you get that, it's almost like the, the, the safe finally clicks and you can open it and you, op you look through it and you're like, I see now. You right. know? Yeah. Here's the goal. So over time, that's what happened. And then the Shopify thing came up where I had some successes, but I would never have something sustainable. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nothing would ever be sustainable because there was no system. Right, yeah. So you'd get a success and then you'd lose it and get a and it sucks yeah. because then you like you quit your job or you quit your whatever and you're like ready to become rich. Yeah. And now you lose it all again and now you're like fuck I have to go wash dishes or right. something, which I did do. And I listened to audiobooks every day watching washing dishes like when I knew I was better than that, but I lost all my confidence. I'm sure people have gone through that. Yeah. You you know more than you feel. Right. Yeah. But you feel so shitty about yourself that you actually like can't activate and take any action sure yeah um, sure. so I was in that place but then I saw this thing on YouTube of like Alex Becker these different guys talking about Shopify and I was like damn like he was good but I'm like all these other people suck at marketing yeah. and they're getting success I'm like I could crush right I crush at this yeah so I reached out to some friends and then my one friend's like oh, I got a Shopify store yeah and then he's like yeah if you can you know do something with it like we'll work something out right I ended up just trying to I tweak the copy, tweak the image, tweaked out the site uh, flowed, and then 
started running some Facebook ads to it and mm -hmm. then got a couple sales and then four sales and eight sales to the point where last year on like Black Friday we did a $50,000 day which yeah. was like amazing uh -huh. and then on a regular basis we're doing like 20 grand 30 grand every day with this store uh, after a year wow. uh, December we did about $560,000 um, and it's just amazing how the exponential curve yeah. happens in business because it is not a linear growth mm -hmm. like it's linear for a long time but it's more like this mm -hmm. and then as it clicks mm -hmm. and comes together it just skyrockets yeah. and that could take five years it could take ten years yeah I could easily not found this and still been kind of in the up and down thing no sure. matter how much I knew sure. but I realized I needed to find people who are really good at the things that I suck at mm -hmm. so I could just focus on what I was good at that's mm -hmm. why I always kept failing because I kept trying to do everything, everything. Yeah, right. and I suck at most things yeah and I'm, I'm really easy willing to admit that now where before I just tried to do it all right when I'm like I suck at technology yeah. I suck at most of the things that people are scared of to start an online business right but I'm like a lot of other people are good at those yeah. I just learned this psychology and marketing thing yeah and that's okay got it man that's amazing because for those of you who don't know do you want to maybe just get a, a bit of background what what uh, Shopify is like people probably know Amazon but they might not yeah, know a lot of people kind of, know kind of, Shopify but yeah. it's just it's just a platform to make it simpler to build a website and mm -hmm. have like a marketing platform and the the reason why it's so good is you have all these different apps that are kind of open source that people are trying to build for the platform right so you put all these apps on so you're not building it all from scratch sure, right and then you got your payment systems built in and mm -hmm. like it just simplifies the process of e-commerce that's it and as far because I've got a lot of like uh, Amazon buddies that are like at doing FBA yeah. so similar process you source the product from China overseas do a big warehouse like you so you're not touching the product or anything it's just going right through uh, automated system uh, how we do it is we source from China I was just in Shenzhen meeting our guys okay. um, and then we send it to the States and then we have like our own little fulfillment center oh so you do it yourself I don't okay. and my business partner doesn't but we have you someone have who does someone, it because okay. we like the two to four day shipping thing we're trying to compete with Amazon okay so most like, people are doing drop shipping stuff like that right that's really hard business model because everyone's like asking for refunds returns mm. like mm -hmm. chargebacks all that stuff makes the business hard but if someone gets their product in two to four days yeah and you can put that in your copy that increases our conversion on direct response that's mm. how we're able to scale with Instagram and Facebook ads whereas if someone's like thinks they're gonna get their product in three weeks like your yeah. conversion rate goes way down so a lot of people do the free shipping thing I don't do free shipping I just do fast shipping cool. I know for myself I'd rather pay to extra get it, to yeah. get it fast yeah 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 you know when you're in that emotional like buying yeah, yeah you want it you just want it. yeah you know? well, that's why I think Amazon Prime is just blown up so much but 100% like, that's why that's why I modeled it off of I said okay I never buy anything on Amazon if it's not gonna be two or three days okay yeah. so yeah. if I'm not doing that then that means if I'm doing that on my website yeah and I'm giving this long shipping time then I'm screwed can I ask what is your niche like what kind of in, like how did you do your market research how did you choose the right product because that's like the biggest thing right so. yeah so uh, I didn't because um, my business partner already had the Something product set up. Store. okay uh, and I was like not even sure if it was gonna be like that awesome but it, it really was uh, what it is it's a, a, a magnetic car mount and then other products around this so mm. it's a magnetic car mount and then the new one is a magnetic wireless charging car mount and oh. since it's such a mass market yeah, right. everyone's got a car yeah, or yeah. most people yeah. uh, have a car and nobody likes fumbling around with cords mm -hmm. and it's uh, you know you get tickets for holding your phone right 
those new ones for the window are illegal. So yeah. it's this perfect thing. It goes right on your dash or in your vent, wow. huh. and you put the magnet in between your case and your phone, and you just get in your car, boom, there's my car. Or there's my, uh, the simplicity. And with the wireless charger, which we're killing it with, now you don't have to have cords anymore, so the person mm. just gets in their car, bam, phone charging. is charging, don't have to think about it. So it's such a simple idea. Wow. And then we extended the products with different different mounts, um, different cases for phones, different wow. stuff. So we're just like building around that brand. But we've become like the number one company in this like car mount space. Wow, that's crazy. In the States. And we only still really sell in the States, like market in the States, but we're gonna expand yeah. uh, to like five or six new countries. Um, we have a game plan for that. So. So the guys watching, all it takes is just one idea to oh, yeah. just change everything. Like just and partnering with the right person as well. Like you said, like it's yeah. just super key. I know that I did the uh, Amazon. Um, you know Matt Clark and those guys that run Amazon uh, Amazing.com. The Amazon. No, FBA? I don't. No, okay. I'm not so, really familiar with too much Amazon FBA stuff. Sure. We are on Amazon FBA yeah. now, yeah. and we're doing good with it because everyone's searching our company. Right. Now yeah, they yeah. find our stuff on Amazon sure, and buy right. through there. Yeah. But. Like, yeah, I'd like to get more into it because there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, so I did their whole program. I went to the course and then I went to Vegas for their event. And uh, my business partner and I, we were looking at doing, uh, yeah, portable phone chargers. Yeah. So it's, we, we both went different ways after that. We didn't pursue it, but uh, it's crazy how big of a market is because that's exactly what we're looking at doing too. Yeah, I really um, want, that's the one product that I'm really looking for is uh, a really good like case charger. So someone mm -hmm. puts the case on and it is and the charger. charger. Right, yeah. Uh, if I can find a really slick one that's not super big, like over time when that thing gets when they get thinner and yeah. and better, that's that that's uh that's something that I know I can make millions off of hundred yeah. percent. And and I watched your Mind Valley, you were in Thailand with a good friend of ours, Brian Swan, that just was yeah. actually on this episode before this one. Uh, episode forty two. So you were in Mind Valley, kind of sharing. Were you there as a speaker, or it was a mass? It was a mastermind, mastermind right? but I was yeah. I was just like asked to speak yeah. as uh, on like on a topic that's uh, on stories and topics that have like transformed my life. Right. So yeah, the biggest one yeah. since you watched that interview was just understanding the value equation, mm. and that's really like been the big game changer for right. me. Like just in marketing in general is just understanding like if you have two bills like a hundred dollar bill and a one dollar yeah, bill that was an right? interesting yeah one dollar if you want to share yeah, that yeah like a one dollar bill and, and you're like you ask people well, what's the difference and people are like oh the symbol oh the this oh that oh how much you can buy with it how the freedom you can get and i'm like yeah but what's the intrinsic difference right. and then people are like hmm like i'm not really a lot of people won't even know what that really means but it's like both of these bills intrinsically are the exact same they're paper they're useless to a human if you showed it to an alien they wouldn't care they think you're insane for thinking this thing has value yeah uh, but as humans reality is created by validation so if enough of us collectively validate that something is worth something yeah. then it is worth something in our minds so the problem is since we actually think money has value mm -hmm. we try to get money mm -hmm. but if you try to get money you've yeah. already lost if you're gonna push it away yeah. because human beings want value. value like what is intrinsically valuable valuable to a human being and then you talk about the maslow's hierarchy of needs right S survival safety love connection social status um self-actualization and then what maslow would say ever uh, after which was like transcendence like going beyond just success right. for self uh, that's like legacy and stuff right these are intrinsically valuable to a human being so 
instead of looking at how you can get money, money is just a lubrication between value forms. It's mm -hmm. a symbolic medium of exchange. It's not right. valuable in and of itself. And it's not backed by gold or anything anymore anyways. Yeah. Um, so if we try to get money, we already lost. So mm. when I ran into Eben Pagan's training on this, he was like, as entrepreneurs, we're thinking about how can we like figure out this value equation? We start thinking, maybe like all, all I have to do is get 1 million people, all they give me $1 and then right. I become a millionaire. Hmm, okay. But it's like, wait a second. This is why most people never end up making money because mm -hmm. they get to that level and they keep thinking about how can I get from people? Mm -hmm. They're getting so close, mm -hmm. so close, but they end up quitting and going back to a job. You know, we borrow money from our friends and family. We go through this whole cycle of like finally getting to the point where we're like, fuck it, I give up. I'm yeah. gonna just, you know, and they just didn't flip the equation. Instead of saying, how do I get a dollar from a million people? Why don't we say, how can I provide a hundred dollars worth of value oh, yeah. to a million people? Intrinsic value. Right. So a hundred dollars, I just like putting in someone's mind. Um, intrinsic value. So what is intrinsically valuable to these human beings? And then how can I get them to understand that the value, their, their paper value is worth less than the value that I'm giving to them. Right. Then once that equation is there and you're giving more value than they're giving you in return, like perceived value, right. then you use a force multiplier like the internet yeah. and you multiply that value equation times a million or times right. a thousand or times whatever. So that is what allowed us to get six over 60,000 customers last year wow. because our value proposition was more valuable than the money they gave. And I multiplied that by so many. And you know, if you think of that, like that's a huge number, 60,000. Yeah. But if you look at just how many people have these phones, like yeah. your market, it's- It's huge. It's, and it's the biggest in the world. Because, one of the biggest, yeah. Well, because, and it's just getting bigger and bigger every day because people are just more and more addicted and attached to their phones now than ever. And it's just getting exponentially, you know, yeah. a huger, huger part of everyone's life every day. And they're going to need to charge it. They, they bring it yeah, in the car. And they I'll need, try to just you know. break it down in terms of like, so someone can start to understand this. So the thing that I focus most on is human psychology, evolutionary mm -hmm. psychology, the reptilian, mammalian, yeah. neocortex, like really understanding this process that the brain goes through. And in terms of these products, someone will look at that and just kind of be like, yeah, it's just a product to charge your phone. But that's like most people, if you show them a seed, mm. they see a seed where an entrepreneur sees the tree. Right. You know, yeah. they It'll see the forest. Yeah, they yeah. see like, the, they see beyond the yeah. visible. Wow. Um, so then in terms of like value for a human being, I'm not just seeing this car charger. Mm. I'm actually seeing them getting in their car and needing to have an extra 50% because yeah. they're going they're to, going because they're going out. Yeah. I see their friends and family getting in the car being like, damn, that's so cool. Yeah. You know, that intrinsic value, that's valuable to human. They want to feel like mm. people are like respecting and admiring them yeah. and jealous yeah. of them and all these things. Yeah, so you start sure. seeing yeah. it from the reptilian brain of like, I need to like feel like I'm in control. Yeah. No, like the, the reptilian oh, right. is like power and control, right? It's mm. like, we want to feel powerful and in control of our physical environment. Mm -hmm. We don't want to feel like we're unempowered. Yeah. So powered would be powering up your phone literally feeling more power in your life because you can do more mm -hmm. right yeah uh not feeling unempowered like my phone's dead i uh, uh you know yeah, yeah yeah uh then like on the mammalian brain we want people to like look up to us and mm -hmm. like respect us and mm -hmm. love us more and all the, and we actually think products and services will get us that right so, yeah. and then like on an, on an achievement side of things it's like 
you also have like a level of status by having something that's better than other people. This is like, these are intrinsically valuable things to human beings, whether they want to admit it or not. I can easily admit that I want that mm -hmm. because that's what we want as human beings. Social status is really important. Yeah, there's actually, now more than ever too with social there's media. There's actually yeah. like mechanisms in our brain that regulate our serotonin levels based off of our social status. Huh. How powerful is that? So literally you, like when you feel down, like, uh, like you're like a loser in your friend group or something, mm -hmm. you actually feel more depressed. Yeah. Like this is like a true like thing in our brains. Uh, Jordan Peterson talks about the lobster in his book. I'm a huge fan like, of Jordan Peterson. Yeah, he's an amazing human yeah. being. Uh, he talks about the lobsters. They have the exact same mechanisms. Mm. And there's social hierarchies that mm. are always happening around us. So your products or services all actually affect yeah. every one of these. That's why someone is going to pay $50,000 for, for a Rolex, yeah, just, even though it's not yeah. worth that much more but the status you gain right. is worth it to that person yeah, yeah. because the way other people are going to look at them is yeah. what they're paying for they're experiencing they're they're paying for an experience in the world yeah you know they're uh, paying for a new way to live like yeah. actually feel and experience and be a part of the world that's what they're paying for yeah no and that's just uh so much to unpack there man that, that's that's a really interesting way especially for people that are looking to start something mm -hmm. just looking at it not as what does this product do mm -hmm. but what can this product do for this person yes. outside of the actual usability yeah because that's what really makes people take action yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. if you start to see this in every product and service so I never like to really give somebody here's just this how-to step because if you just give someone the how-to step without this knowledge mm -hmm. they will probably dig themselves a hole in some way or another yeah or they'll scam people or they'll do something that's just not going to be empowering for them or other people yeah but when you can give someone a new set of lenses to actually see the right. world through they can now apply that to everything yeah um so that's why i like these type of lenses to put on because now you can start to look at every product and service as True. okay yeah. what is the actual intrinsic value that that product or service provides for that human and then you start to see it in everything yeah. so it's like someone let's say someone's like oh i need a hammer right now it's like maybe they're buying that hammer because they're trying to put up this new painting on their wall yeah. uh because their friends and family are coming over and they want to tell the story of how amazing this painting is mm -hmm. and then see how everyone looks at them how smart they are right how you know high status or Envious, blah blah right yeah, all yeah. this yeah. right so you start to think in terms of every product and service this way and that's when you stop asking that's when you stop selling things based off of what you want other people to want. Mm -hmm. And if you're a salesperson, you start asking people questions right. and then they tell you what mm -hmm. the thing is that they want. And then you focus on that to sell them because that's all that they actually care about. Yeah. Yeah. The, people don't drill, buy a drill because they want a hole. They drive, they yeah. buy a drill because they want to put a painting up. To yeah, 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 yeah. Even exactly. deeper. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. I, you probably read the book opportunity. Eben Pagan's new book. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like his new book just goes really deep into the psychology around why people do certain things and the intrinsic value, you know, like when he yeah. talks about art, like he's a big art collector and how he sees these, he goes to Burning Man and does all these, yeah. you know, deals with, with artists there and stuff. And he's like, well, yeah, this, this is worth this much money. But to me, for what it makes me feel and my family and his wife, it's worth so much more than that. Yes. Like people would say, well, how is this worth like, you know, $20,000 for a painting? Like that's, yeah. who knows, right? Yeah. But it, 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 and it's then, all and then, the, and then you like peel back a layer deeper, which is like, how do you value anything in comparison to money? Yeah. Like, how does a human being actually even do that process? And that's when you start to, like, really get into the deeper layers because money in and itself doesn't matter how much it is, still has no value. Right. Yeah. Right? And it's just based off of what we think that yeah. value is. That's why Evan will talk about things like, 
Like it'd be nice to see what is this couch worth in comparison to this piece of grain or this yeah. amount of rice or this amount of whatever. Yeah. To constantly be like seeing in the Value. market what those are because when you just compare it to money, it's really difficult. And this is why guys like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are so wealthy. They are obviously great with math, they have to be, but how they base all of their decisions uh, financially and their investments is based off of human behavior. Right. So Charlie Munger has something if people want to look this up called the 24 cognitive biases mm. that he bases his investment decisions off of wow. because he knows this is what causes human beings to make mistakes, shortcut their decision process. Um, you know, these are things like social proof, reciprocity, mm. liking and disliking, commitment, consistency, uh, delusion bias, all of these different things. So they run all their investment decisions through these biases yeah, right. and they don't just make it off of a like, oh, it's Chart, like increasing yeah. like this. Yeah. They know, okay, like Coca-Cola, people are going to keep buying the yeah. sugar water. They know there's all these different la layers uh, on how they invest. This is the same way I activate through the world too now is I focus first on the human psychology because we don't make our decisions based off logic. We may make our decisions based off emotion and then we try mm. to justify it with logic. Mark Twain would say, there's two reasons a man buys something. The reason he tells his wife and the real yeah, reason. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you get to this point where you realize we actually always just confabulate stories mm. after we've made the emotional decision to back up logically why we did it and we'll make up any story that's logical to make ourselves feel like we did the right thing. Right. You know, the, the thing with that is being in a place like Bali where a lot of the local people here, for example, I just bought some land in the Philippines not long ago, and the guy that I was kind of doing this deal with, he didn't even have a bank account. Mm -hmm. Like, he did not have a bank account. Mm -hmm. And that's just like, I couldn't even comprehend that. I'm like, well, if I send you this money, where do I send it? He's like, well, actually, I don't have a bank account. Yeah. And like, so many people talking about value and intrinsic value of money, they don't really see it as like he cares way more about his field that produces the, the yeah. food for his family than paper. Yes. You know, like it was just such a kind of like mind shift when I heard that. And, then, and I'm just like, and then being in that community for quite a while, a lot of people don't have bank accounts there. Yeah. You know, one of my good friends, Tufi, he's like really heavy into the blockchain and crypto space. He's like, his mission is to help bank the unbanked mm. because so many of them just don't really see the value in it to have alternative means for value to create. It's really fascinating stuff. It is, it is. Um, well, let's kind of look at, the, at this to kind of wrap things up here. You're living in Bali. Mm -hmm. You're a very high energy, high producer. What's your day, like I call it DMO, like what's your kind of daily methods of operation? Like as far as with your business affairs, your personal affairs, socializing, like what kind of, what's your day in the life of Gavin look like? Yeah, so like this is where I like, um, a lot of people in the traditional grind and the traditional way of doing things will just like absolutely detest me because I like, like you already even more. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have a really this DMO, this like perfect way to do things. Sure. Uh, I'm actually a very, very unorganized person. Mm. I'm very loose with how I do things. I'm constantly doing things like working out sports, hanging out with people like all of the always different experiential stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm listening to audiobooks everywhere I drive. That's my way of like constantly yeah. learning, upgrading my mindset because all I'm looking for in my position mm -hmm. is the big ideas. Mm -hmm. So my job is different than the average person who's just taking action yeah. all day. So a lot of people think that I just take action, 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 action. I don't. I'm constantly trying to connect dots in my mind. Mm. Marshall Silver, one mm -hmm. of the greatest hypnotists, would mm -hmm. say, those who think govern those that labor. Yeah, yeah. Literally, 
uh, like this is like really against like the Gary Vee and a lot of these other things. Yeah. But uh, I'm a much more of a thinker than I am a doer. Sure. Now that means I'm more of an orchestrator of the orchestra. Yeah. Like you know, I, I'm trying to get everyone to harmonize together. So I will try to get my team and the people to like take the actions. Mm. So I don't touch the Facebook ads. I don't touch this, touch that. Mm -hmm. But I'm constantly talking with them and I'm right. organizing it. But without my brain and my way of seeing it, then we're gonna take too much stupid action. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of days like I, I would say, or weeks that I do live the four hour work week. Yeah. But I'm also working all the time. Yeah. Because I'm always thinking, thinking about yeah. things. So it's a different way of seeing what action is mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um so it's it's a it's a hard thing because i know if i didn't do all these things and i wasn't traveling to these different places wasn't constantly reading uh, going through courses yeah. uh doing all this other stuff then i wouldn't be able to like connect these dots mm -hmm. in the way that i do mm -hmm. that creates an ad that does like five hundred thousand dollars yeah, or yeah, that yeah. does eight hundred thousand dollars which a couple ads that i've created have done that so what's the the value in that right yeah right if it only took me you know a day to do that ad, yeah. but it took me the last four years of figuring this stuff out yeah. to actually be able to do it. Same like a boxer, people will be like, oh, Floyd May Mayweather made you know, $8 million for 12 minutes. It's like, yeah. no, he yeah. made $8 million for the last 20 years that he accumulated yeah. into that personality, all the time in the gym, all the fights, all the wins, mm -hmm. all of that, then accumulated into him being allowed to be paid yeah. that type of money. I'll share a good a good analogy for that. Um, I was just reading an article, uh, or maybe I was listening to a podcast about it. Anyway, uh, in Italy, Picasso is sitting in a cafe just doodling on a napkin, yeah. just drawing while he's having his coffee. There's a woman looking over his shoulder and just watching him draw this. And then he's about to leave the cafe, crumples it up, and he's about to throw it out. And then the woman comes up to him and be like, excuse me, I don't want to bother you, but can I keep that napkin? I just saw you drawing it. He looks at it, he says, sure, but it's, it'll be $20,000. Yeah. And then she's like, $20,000? Like, I just saw you doodle in like two minutes. He's like, yeah, it took me two minutes, but it also took me 20 years to master this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and then she's, he's like, are you going to pay me $20,000? Like, she's like, no. Rips it up, yeah. throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just thought that was like the coolest, you know, thing that just shows you about nothing is overnight. Yes. And I think that when people hear stories like yours, it says, oh, $3 million Shopify business just kind of came out of nowhere. But no, they didn't see the behind the scenes that it took you all these years of yeah. trying different things and testing and struggling and yeah, having man. these roller coasters. And then you find that one thing that clicks and then overnight, like you said, the compounding effect, it just yeah. blows up. And I've, I've heard this time, and like I've interviewed so many you know, people that have these successful stories, but you hear that, the successful story, you don't hear mm -hmm. all the compounding days, nights, sleepless nights, conferences. Like you just said today, you just booked an event to go to Joel Brown's conference here. So even at this level, it's not like you've arrived. You're still oh, growing and developing no. and investing in yourself. I'm like, yeah, I, exactly. I think the other thing that successful people like that I have met over the years, they're just always realizing that they know nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's you're the smartest so person money. in the room. You got You're in the wrong room. I had that conversation yeah. with someone the other day. This was like so huge. She was like, she was like, I, I don't really want to do it that way or do that formula or do this. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that's why you're not going to succeed. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I have to be very harsh about this stuff. I kind of take the Kevin O'Leary approach a little bit mm -hmm. now with entrepreneurship. When someone says things like that, I'm like, you're going to fail. Right. Yeah. You're not going to make it. Yeah. Like, and, and I, that's good because so many people are kind of selling a dream. Oh, that's the yeah. worst right now. Yeah. And this is yeah. why, like, I don't have a course. I don't have, the, I'm not going. 
and on my YouTube channel, other things, I'm just teaching what I actually believe. Yeah, yeah. But I do believe in the law of attraction. I believe in all these mm -hmm. things. But there's other, there's like multi layers to it. It's yeah. not just believe and it just magically yeah. happens. Yeah. There's so many different layers. So I'm trying to get people to connect all those different dots so they can realize it is a real law. Just like the law of gravity, if you drop something, it falls. Yeah. The law of attraction is always working, but it's working for or against you. Because no matter what, you're attracting things into your life. Yeah. That just depends if it's positive or negative based yeah. off the actions you're taking, based off the proximity you're putting yourself. Like, mm -hmm. Proximity is power. Just like a magnet, you know, you, right here, it's nothing. But here, it attracts, right? That's one of the things I used to tell my clients all the time is when I was doing personal development coaching, which I still do a little bit, but not as much as back then. I say, you know, if you're just talking about sitting in a place like this and meditating and using visualization and the law of attraction, you're sitting there. But if you sit there with no action, movers and repo men are going to come and take the couch that you're sitting on because yeah. you're not making any money because yeah. you're not taking any action. Yeah. There's all these things that you have to do to put it into action and, and uh, to get the results. Yeah, and the last piece of that I would just say is like action comes in so many different forms and I think this is a really confusing thing that people go through is when someone thinks of action, they think about like running or walking or like being in a building you know moving their body only yeah. but actions also movements in the mind oh and yeah. those movements in the mind can then be spoken out into existence yeah. to your team and people who mm -hmm. can then do the physical labor mm -hmm. actions mm -hmm. so that doesn't action doesn't mean labor yeah action means moving things in this environment whether it's your mind yeah. or whether it's you physically doing the labor right. but i think like the best entrepreneurs in the world all are very good at selling the vision yeah. and getting smarter people than themselves around them at all the things that they suck at mm -hmm. and then all together collectively moving towards that vision. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, one last question. So you said that you have a team. How many people are you working with to kind of grow this and, and scale it out? Like We only have, we've got about uh, seven or eight people and then I have like two people for my personal brand my personal brand I make no money off of mm -hmm. I have a full-time videographer we do videos and content of a full-time personal brand manager he like gets me on podcasts does like that okay. kind of stuff yeah uh, I don't make any money from that but in the future I want to yeah. do a lot of speaking, speaking and gigs, do yeah. a lot of stuff build the foundation now but this, and then, yeah. that's something yeah. I want people to realize too sometimes it's you don't just do what you love and the money will follow like yeah. If I was doing this, what I love, and thinking that money's just gonna follow, and I'd never built a successful business in my life, it would have been a very fucking hard thing, and I would have gone broke. Mm -hmm. uh, but instead, I created a like real business, and now I can do the things that I love, and mm -hmm. then I'm gonna transition with real experience and knowledge and wisdom and like expertise in those spaces to be mm -hmm. able to do it. So, there's many ways that people can do it. Like we can do the reporter evangelist, we can do all sorts of different ways. Mm -hmm. But I just know for myself, the more I tried to just do what I loved, yeah. uh, in terms of making money, I failed. Right. And as soon as I was like, actually, how can I just like sell something to people that they're already actively looking Buying, yeah. for, uh, yeah. that they'd be passionate about, that they buy more of, that they tell their friends about, and then how can I build wealth through that, and then take that wealth and then do things that are going to make a big impact in the world. Like Elon Musk with PayPal. Right, yeah. You know, he yeah. took all that money and then he went and did the things he really wanted to do. But he yeah. didn't do those first because he didn't have the money. Exactly, yeah, yeah. No, build the foundation. Yeah. And last one, people looking to do a shop, or I always say, uh, I want to say Spotify because I do my podcast yeah. with Spotify. Yeah. Shopify, yeah. Uh, Shopify store. What are the profit margins like? Like people looking at doing a business like this? Like you say, three million generated. What is kind of like did, the We cost? did 25% profit margin off that. Okay. Yeah. So it's not huge, but it's not horrible. It's it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. still it was still a good year. Yeah. Like we'll we'll say that. Uh, yeah.
but that's for me. Mm -hmm. Like, right? To some people, that's nothing. Mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. sometimes I have to, like, some people around me will be like, man, you're killing it, blah, blah, blah. And then I just look at it, and I'm like, there's people, like, with old money who are doing, like, freaking, yeah, no. you know, a billion a year. Like, yeah. come on, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Let's stop, like... Yeah, it's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah. So for me, I just, I never, I, I never get to the point where I'm, like, my ego is like, oh, I'm mm. like making so much money. But for me, yeah. it's amazing. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm very happy in comparison to where I was. Exactly. But I still know in terms of the visions that I have and mm -hmm. things that I want to do, like I, I need a lot of money to help push those forward. Right. For myself personally, yeah. I don't need that much. Yeah. For my missions and the things right. that I want to do, I yeah. need a lot. Yeah. So I like that, the type of money I'm making is nothing. Too. And that's good motivation to have something beyond just the reason to make money, to have yeah. a vision because of when, once mission, you, service. Once you write out yeah. your perfect day like Brian talked yeah, about, I know. Yeah. my perfect day costs easily less than 10,000 a month. Yeah. My perfect oh. day, yeah, like, to, do, to do it every single day for a month. So, so do you want to share your perfect day? Yeah, but, well, I'll just like say what it was back then. Right. My perfect day back then was the living out in a place like Bali, yeah. in a beautiful place like this. Yeah. Waking up in the morning, looking off into the either the beach, or now I'm in the rice fields. I was uh, at the beach before, so I'd look at the surfers and the and oh, the waves every morning. I woke up. That's where I'd be. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but then as you evolve, things change, right? Yeah. Uh, then it's like immediately going to the gym, doing some uh, some type of yoga or surfing, whatever mm. it is, right? Like active. something active, some uh, getting the body primed for the mm. day, going uh, doing some reading getting some sort of like good nutritious food mm -hmm. at that point then i would uh, immediately go to do some sort of purpose-driven work mm. then after that have lunch with some cool people yeah because i really like having high level conversations with people right. i don't i'm not going to go just meet with people to do small talk that's a waste of time yeah. to me but when you're around so many cool people you get to go have deep lunch and go deep to go deep and mm. talk about awesome shit and help each other like change the world in different ways then i'll do uh, like I have now, full-time videographer, mm -hmm. and then I create YouTube videos, create content, do things that because I'm a. I, every time I've done my ikigai or personality mm -hmm. test, teaching is what I'm okay. meant to be doing. Yeah. So then I'll be doing some sort of teaching that I'm pushing out with mass media in some level, right? Yeah. Upgrade my, my line I use like I want to upgrade minds minds for modern times using mass media. Like, oh, that's nice. like my purpose, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, after that, have some dinner with some awesome people, and then you know, go have like a couple glasses of wine and maybe dance some salsa. Like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I, you know. So salsa is really big here. I, I hear a lot of guys going to yeah. these different events and uh, stuff. And this is like that's like an average perfect day. So the perfect day in and of itself right, yeah. would be different than your average, average perfect yeah, day. But yeah. if you were to just say, get up and do that all the time, sounds like, pretty good, man. Hell yeah! Like good food, good people, good activities. Uh, good purpose driven work like all this stuff that's just lighting you up and giving you more energy and not yeah. taking away energy yeah no man well from what I've seen here the last couple of weeks hanging out with you you're, you're living it every day doing what you want in this incredible space and making a huge difference man so like I look forward to seeing what you create in the, your future and super glad that our paths have crossed yeah you, man. man thank you yeah and we'll do an interview on my channel soon too so yeah so you guys I definitely recommend down in the show uh, show notes below connect with Gavin he's he's doing some incredible things and I asked well, a good friend of mine Brian I'm like who are some guys that I should connect with here that are really you know hitting at a high level and first guy he said he's like Gavin so I appreciate your time brother thank you homie enjoy it yeah. enjoy your uh, your adventures in Bali and uh, I'll see you when I'm back next time sounds good peace cool. guys see you guys